the Professional Footballers Association, that's basically the, the players' union, they've criticised the APL's push for that expansion into Canberra with the men's team to join the A-Leagues next season. Auckland's already coming in. Um, the PFA has said their organisation has not been consulted by the APL. Uh, and it's fantastic that off the back of hearing from Nick Garcia, we can now have a chat to the PFA's co-chief executive, Bo Bush. He's been listening to that chat uh, on the line and he joins us now, Bo. Thanks for, for joining us to, to present the other side of this this argument. I'll, I'll, I'll open the question to you. How, how would you describe the relationship? I, I described it as frosty between you guys and, and the APL Commission. What do you think? Good morning. Oh, good afternoon, Riley Quinton, and thanks so much for having me on, mate. I think I certainly wouldn't describe it as, as frosty. Certainly, like any industrial relationship, it has challenging moments at time. But as we sort of sit here today, we've got a long-term collective bargaining agreement and the APL and the PFA, with the, on behalf of the players, has negotiated a lot of really challenging periods for the sport over the past sort of three, year, three years and off the back of COVID. But I think when we sort of isolate this issue around sort of Canberra and the expansion process, where we're at at the moment now, we're in mid-February, and we still really don't have any details around this, but I think also it's not really just about consultation. It's about the PFA as an institution that has sort of 30 years of experience in the old NSL and the A-League. How can we bring that in to help the game make better decisions and to be more influential to make sure the players have great careers? And that's in our shared interest. So I guess that's where the frustration is at the moment that we really haven't had that opportunity to do that. But I think importantly, to position the relationship in a broader sense, we do have a really effective working relationship, but that particular part is the part where I think it can be improved. I was trying to work out just how financially viable the clubs and the competition is at the moment. Uh, without getting exact numbers there, what I can ask you, Bo, is are you hearing from any of your members concern about the financial viability of the clubs and the league? The players are certainly concerned at the moment. So if we look at that, if I was to say anything other than that, it would certainly be me just trying to spin the one spinner out of the position we are at the moment. But, you know, if you look at where we are at the moment, we know that we're at a really difficult point in time for the sport, but we know that there's also some really positive signs around where we're headed. If we look at the stuff that's really incredibly difficult around producing players, producing great coaches, a strong sort of fan culture that we're trying to build, there's some positive signs around that. But if we look at the sustainability of the competition, we know that that needs to be able to improve because from a player's position, we know that we can't have great careers if we don't have a great industry that's financially sustainable. So right now, we know there needs to be a significant improvement in that particular space. They are concerned, but we're not sort of sat here admiring the problem. The discussions with the players has really been about what role can we play in taking the game from where it currently is to where we know it can be in the future. And where does the money come from? I think it's a variety of ways. You know, ultimately, like any sports league, we need bums on seats, so we need to deeply engage all of these clubs in the communities that they're in. We need to tap into the international transfer market, and the game's doing that incredibly well. We'll see another record where we'll see probably in excess of $20 million coming into the league in international transfer fees, and we need to get our broadcast deal right to make sure the game's presented in an incredibly positive way that people want to engage into. If we do that well, we're really confident that the A-League can be successful and offer great careers to our members, but also really build a strong football culture around the country. Bo Bush with us, the co-chief executive of the PFA, uh, the Professional Footballers Association. Uh, just the regular fan, the way a lot of them connect is through finding an avenue to 
put on their television to watch the game. And you spoke about the broadcast deal. What's what do you think with this new broadcast agreement? What do you, what does the game need? Well, I think ultimately right now, we look at the quality on the pitch. It's an incredibly high level. Just these games this past weekend, the weekend before, we're seeing more and more people attend these matches and none of them are coming away saying that the quality is substandard. Actually, they're saying the complete opposite of that. So I think we need to continue down that path. But with our broadcast, we need to make sure that people know where to find it, that it's accessible, and how to engage with it. They're going to be really the keys. We had that previously when the A-Leagues was on Fox Sports, but that was really the home of sport for Australian football. What we're seeing now is there's an incredibly split of sport across a range of different platforms now. People have a huge amount of options. So we need to make sure that the game's really out there front and centre and making sure people know that they can go onto Paramount and Channel 10 to watch the sport because we're really confident once they actually engage, the quality on the pitch will make them keep coming back every week. And it's, it's chicken or egg stuff in a way, but from the players' point of view, um, do they think it's better to get more money from a television broadcast partner which may not be as broadly seen or known in in the viewing public or they just want to be out there the, the, the bigger the platform the better for the the league even if that bigger platform may come in at a, a lower market offer I think look it's a it's a really great question the one that every sporting league grapples with around the world I think where we are right now we kind of need to do both and that's going to be difficult we need to make sure that the league is able to be seen on a free-to-air component, which we have got at the moment. You know, the games on a Saturday night and also with our A-League women's matches on 10 bold and on 10 play, you can watch it there. But we need to make sure that we do need the money right now to sustain the competition to get us from where we are to where we want to be, but we also need the exposure. So we can do that now in a variety of ways, but it's really, it is a really challenging sort of decision that the game needs to make around that. And look, where we are right now, we need to sort of consider whether we're getting that balance absolutely right but we are really fortunate so off the back of COVID to have been able to have the support of Paramount and Channel 10 to get us through this period as well too and that broadcast has continued to improve year on year and the numbers are getting better and better as well. Bo Bush from the PFA is with us. A uh, simple one Bo, do, uh, when it comes to Nick Garcia do you think the game is in the right hands there? It, it's a new job for him, he's been around for a while but, but you, do you trust the guy that's running the game? I think it's in our collective interest. We hope Nick is an absolute roaring success. The more successful Nick is, the more successful our players are going to be, the better position the league's going to be. And so we're willing and able to do everything we can to help Nick be successful in the role. And as I said, that's purely in our self-interest and the interest of the game. So our hope is that when Nick eventually departs the sport at some point, that he leaves as one of our most successful administrators. And that's really our focus at the moment right now. And we've started that process of trying to build an effective relationship with him as well. Yeah, good point. And um, I'm just wondering around the expansion, so Auckland and then potentially Canberra, which is now only a couple of weeks away with what Nick spoke to us a, a moment ago. So very simply, more jobs you'd think would be better for the Players Association. Is it that simple, Bo? Is, is that line as direct as we see it? What, what are your thoughts on the expansion? No, not really. I think, look, what we've always said, and really from when the PFA started in the early 90s, was we also wanted a great industry. So that means that we need to make sure that every expansion team, and this has been really fraught process in both the NSL and the A-League, in that every expansion team needs to add to the quality of the overall competition. So to do that, we're certain that what they need is sort of three preconditions. We need a great ownership group, and that's encouraging to hear what Nick said earlier around that. 
we need great infrastructure. That could be one of the challenges in Canberra. We have a 25,000 seat stadium in GIO Stadium. There's about 400,000 people in Canberra. So if we're going to create a great atmosphere in that state, in that state and in that stadium rather, we're going to need a really high level of conversion. So the game and that club needs to be set up to succeed there. And also we need a really strong untapped market. So they're sort of the conditions that we believe are critical to be able to bring that club to life there. Because when we get it right, like what happened at Western Sydney Wanderers, it elevated the entire competition. When we get it wrong, like what happened at North Queensland, which I was part of as a player, it put a significant strain on the competition. So that's really where we're cautious. For us, it's not just more jobs, that's great. We want quality jobs as well too in a quality industry. So therefore, we don't want expansion to come at a cost of further stressing the game's finite resources. That's where our concern is at the moment. Bo, really appreciate you coming on to uh, complete our, our good look at uh, the domestic football scene as it stands at the moment. Bo Bush, who's the co-chief executive of the Professional Footballers Association. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Quentin. Appreciate it, mate.